Hello, this is the Tribe Stories, the curated sermons, conversations, and collections of poetry of the Tribe Lagos. The Tribe Lagos is a gospel expression based in the city of Lagos, committed to reaching the next generation with the message of God's love and grace. May this refresh and revive you as you listen. Is it Peter who said our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed? <laughs> Which salvation is he talking about? And then there's the salvation, the final salvation, where this flesh came and, you know, we became a lesser, we, we, we downgraded. He made, he made God 2.0. <laughs> and we downgraded. Thank you, Jesus. There's so many things coming. So many things. God is unearthing the wrong gospel. That first gospel is salvation. Right? Your word of salvation that you got. But Jesus made it clear in, in the parable of the sower that there are some who received this, this word with joy. It was genuine. They got the word. But listen, he didn't say they left God. He just said the seed did not grow into becoming a tree. Cares of this world and then temptation. So you still be a nominal Christian, but you have stopped walking with God. So you can, you can do that by switching the gospel you preach so that the reward, because most of the time we think the, because of the gospel that we were introduced to. You know, when you build a skyscraper, on, on sand, your foundation is sand, and you keep building, you are setting it up for a great fall. So, you find that your Christian work is stuck somewhere. You see that there is a Jesus there. From the Bible, you see things that Jesus achieved, that his disciples achieved. And then you check your own work, and you see that it is not a part with what the Bible said. Now, instead of saying there must be something wrong with the Bible, Check yourself. The Bible is, the English Bible is one of the worst things to happen to the body of Christ. And it can also be one of the best things. Don't be afraid. Don't worry. Paul said the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. We, spirit is, spirit is absent. For instance, I don't believe you should sit down and study so that you can preach. You know, make up your slides and then you're talking. And I'm not against technology. Do it whichever way you like. But I don't think Samuel went to David or went to Saul and say, obedience is better than sacrifice. No. Spirit. So, the Bible was broken down into chapters and verses. That's not how it was originally written. The book of Isaiah, for instance, is not all written by Isaiah. It's a compilation of scripts, right? And then if you read Second Kings, I think 17 to 19, it's the same as Isaiah 37 to 39. So I saw the it's exactly the same thing. So one person, I think it was John Wycliffe, or before John Wycliffe, you know, in, in, in interpreting the Bible, you know, converting it to English, broke it down into chapters and verses for easy reference. But maybe he didn't know that 500 years later, 
people will pick one verse, take it out of context, and mold their own gospel and read into the scriptures. So, for instance, do you know when you study the Bible, you shouldn't be looking out for yourself? Like, eh, where's <sighs> Jesus? Thank you. You shouldn't be looking out for yourself. The Bible is not about you, it's about Christ. You find yourself in Christ. Study to know this Christ. And then you are safe in him. Your identity is in him. So when you know him, your identity begins to unravel with each revelation, at each step in the journey, on the journey. So God is unearthing the gospel we heard before that rewards us with success. One day I said, I asked myself, I said, how will my picture, of the, a picture of me lounging in first class, and I say, God, God is awesome. When you see that picture, will you say, I want to know this awesome God for myself. I want to work on my prayer life. I want to serve. Or you will say, the God that put this guy in first class can put me in first class. So it's not God you are seeking. God is no longer the end. He's not the center. He is a means to an end. So we created a God that is a means to a religious end. So we began to measure success by men's standard. This, the same thing we're going to correct. <laughs> Salt losing its saltiness. So we are all word. No power. Do you know the word? I check, I look for the word supernatural in the Bible. I haven't found it yet. It's not there. But I, I know of mighty. I've not seen the word supernatural in the Bible. People come in contact with us. There's no change. I've seen might means it is within your reach. Supernatural means it is not natural to you. Some one higher power just came. No. But that higher power dwells in you. The supernatural has already been set in place inside of you. Christianity is not so that you can go to heaven. Jesus didn't tell the disciples, please make sure you don't sin because I go to prepare a place for you so that when you do well where I am, there you may be also. They don't sin. Their work was sealed. Their, their walk. Experience Jesus. I, I'm just talking in bits as the Holy Spirit leads me. Experience Jesus. Experience him. There is a walk. I read Psalm 105 and I said, I thought about it. I said, it will be an insult for anyone to just bring the Bible, look at Joseph's story, flip through Genesis 40-something, from 30-something to 50, and just say, that Joseph's life, I want it now. Just flip through somebody's 13, 14 to 20 year story, and you want it now. I asked someone yesterday by the Spirit here, worship cafe. I asked, I said, your Ted David. It was confirming what the Holy Spirit said. And, and it just dawned on me. We name our children David, right? You name your son David because of David the man, how great he was. But, or, or let's say you name your son Moses. If you had met Moses when he was 75, taking care of his fathers, he left the palace, right? 
and he's, he's, he's taking care of his father-in-law's sheep, would you have named your son after that Moses? Because it would look like a failure based on the standards we set. But Moses is like an app, is like, an experience, is a walk. David was a walk as well. If you want David's name, then you have to walk on David's lane. You have to kill Goliath. You have to run, after being anointed, you have to run 13 years. You have to pretend to be a madman to escape death. You have to be a mercenary. But even through that, there has to be a consistent worship. You think David's sons were just, oh, I worship you. We, we, when we hear Psalm, we just think worship. Oh, I worship you. I give you glory. Psalm 109, David was swearing for his enemies, for people that set him up. That was his worship at that time. He was prophesying. He said, let Satan be his next door neighbor. <laughs> he prophesied that. Your walk with God is not one where I, I don't think David in following the shepherd um, when he was at the grain pasture or still waters, I don't think he saw his shepherd's rod and staff at that point. It was when he walked through the valley of the shadow of death that he discovered it. There is the process of the salvation of the soul. How many of you go into the gym because you want a six-pack, right? You want a six-pack, and, and it's a process. Okay. Why I'm saying this is that we run from the process and we curse God. We run from the process. So you go into the gym. You see your gym instructor with six-pack, right? Which is abs, nice abs. And you see all the weights that they carry every day. And they set it before you. <laughs> what keeps you going? What motivates you? I remember how many times I paid for gym. Better, I would go the first three days, <laughs> feel the pain, go back again. Maybe one day after that, life comes. <laughs> that means the seed didn't get down deep enough. But I still see six pack and desire it. So in my head, I'm telling you, Kalabu Shatayaba. So, it's not that one day when you just carry the weight, somebody will say, um, how, 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 how many kg did you carry today? 50. Okay, you deserve six pack. Please go and bring six pack inside. You had it inside, but it was covered by something. God can use even the greatest obstacles you face to bring out what is inside of you. God uses... Do you see those weights as an enemy? No, you see it as an instrument. So, as you grow in strength, as your muscles build, that thing you saw as an obstacle before becomes much easier and you even desire more weight. Depending on how, how much muscles you want to build. Now, because we are not given that orientation from the beginning, we run from adversity. 
<laughs> Jesus. So that David guy, check his life out. It was a mess. What brought this about was someone complained to me from the US that, you know, pastors have said, this is your time. This is your day. Let me correct something quickly. So last year I saw um, um, messages flying around, 11th hour miracles, that because of the word said in January, that by November, people haven't seen it materialized in their lives. And um, um, I'm not teaching, I'm just preaching. Okay, so, and but you have the 11th hour to, to, you know, God is going to do something for you in the 11th hour. First of all, the calendar we use is different from the Chinese calendar. It's different from the Hebrew calendar. So which one does God use? This is not 2018 to God. Outside of time. Now, when the Bible dealt with 11th hour in in I don't know whether it's in Bible times or in Roman times, right? The day started at 6 a.m. So 11 hours from 6 a.m. is 5 p.m. Work closes at 6 p.m. So the place we saw 11th hour was when Jesus was, there was a parable where a man was recruiting workers and he recruited people at the 11th hour, an hour to the close of work. What God wants to do with you is not tied to man's calendar. You don't start counting until he comes and tells you at this time next year. According to the time of man, you will get this. Faith, though it's not a leap in the dark, it's, it's responding to eternal stimuli. You don't respond based on what you got here. You respond based on vibes you got or you are getting. Yes, from eternity. That's why... Have you ever tried to move your fingers? That, let me see if my fingers will move. That's because your brain functions, right? But there are things that could happen to your brain and you will try to move do you know that is a kind of faith? That is an expression of faith where in, it's in your subconscious that my hands are supposed to move. You don't give yourself an orientation to say, okay, now I'm waking up now. Let all my... How do you even wake up? Who wakes you up? That process of waking. Let all my parts... Be, let me see if my finger will move now. Okay, okay, we're good to go. We're good to go. Liver. How will you control your liver? So... You just get up and things begin to respond to you. That's how faith works. But we have to hear the gospel again and stop abusing the Bible, which is the most abused book on earth. It is not for you to personalize and customize. It is for you to know See Jesus in David's work. Read Psalm 105 when you get home. And see how God commanded a word to a thousand generations. And in each season, he will pick a man to pour and test and, you know, and use for that time. So he's still doing that. And in this generation, by the Holy Spirit inside of you, he has picked you for a time as this. 
Some of David's best sounds was when he was running from Saul. So you can walk even on that duress. You can walk. You, you can do the work of the kingdom without a title. You don't need a title. You don't need a pulpit. You don't need, you don't need a gathering. You can't worship God here when you don't worship in your closet. You can play music. You can sing. But it won't be worship. Have your own walk with God. Have your own. You know, Abraham's walk was worship. Totally submitted to the Father. Centered around God. Walking with him. Your life is a walk. Your life in Christ is a walk. Where you do not attribute anything to Satan. It's a soul building walk. You've entered the gym. You've been giving, given those weights. We say we are the salt of the earth. How salted is the earth? When we join the trends and you see a child of God who should see things from a greater perspective and be quiet or be slow to speak, join Shomoeji Mini. Just to, you know, feel among. But you take a step back. Perspective. That leads me to another thing. So, when you get to a point in your life where it seems bad things are happening, maybe you lose someone or things are just, you know, crumbling around you. God was angry with Job because he was declaring things that were too big for him. He was declaring ends that it, it was too big for someone from that perspective to see and declare and say, this is what is happening to me. So, we get to a point in our lives, it's like we're walking in this big maze. It's so big that you don't know you are in a maze. You don't know that that part you are standing in is just is a piece of the puzzle. But you are so engrossed by that thing, it seems to define everything about you. But when you go up higher, you begin to see how did how 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 did we get the images for Google Map? It was from satellite imagery, right? Okay. So it's like Google Map is looking from up there. You are here, you don't know what's happening in VI, but it already knows, right? Using GPS and everything. It tells you where not to go because it sees the bigger picture. All you can see is your garage. Or what is right in front of you. So sometimes we get to a little bit of traffic, but we don't know it's little. And we want to go and take another route. It's telling you stay here. This is faster. But you don't want to bear that five minutes. It tells you there's five minute congestion. So God sometimes whispers to you and says, my grace is sufficient for you. But then you go somewhere, you hear a message that all things, you when things are not right in your life, so, right? And then you saw everything and things seem not to work. Things don't work. You know, God does not need your money for anything. He's a great king. He needs your obedience. So, when you say something bad is happening to me, check your perspective. Because when God takes you higher, and you see the big picture, you know, okay, first of all, this is just one 
out of so many things that just one part of a complex formula that is taking me to an end. It's taking me to, he said, he, he, you know the, he knows the thoughts. We know the thoughts he thinks towards us. To, yeah, to an expected end. But the path is not expected. So who for the joy set before him endured the cross? We don't want the cross walk. We just want to enjoy the coronation seated at the right hand of the Father and you declare it. No. You. And Jesus wasn't talking Old Testament talk when he said, if anyone wants to follow me, he must sell all he has, his attachments to material things, give it to the poor, take up his cross. So the thing that makes you function with the fruit of the Spirit is not absence of adversity, is how you respond in adversity. So because this same Christianity that you are using to fill your account and fill your pocket, some people died for it. Some people said for me to live is Christ, to die is gain. And you will not be in the same heaven with them. When? Because you cannot replace. See, let me tell you. Let me tell you, Ferdinand. Do you know that many prayers we pray? It came from a secular artist and I was meditating on it again. So the Holy Spirit brought it this way. Many of the prayers we pray he has answered with some people but they don't know their answers. There's no love in the world. There's love. But you are busy crying. He broke my heart. Why, wow, my God, am I the only one? And you go from pillar to post. Most of the time it's just so that we can feel good so that things can begin to work. Church is not the solution. Christ is the solution. You think it's that two-hour service where you are looking at the time every time the sermon is getting too long. The sermon. One day I asked, I said, if Jesus comes and you know this is Jesus, he comes for your service, will you close that day? Then we say, oh, we are in his presence. He jumped to, we are in his presence. We are in his presence. (laughs) So, it's like we mold what we call church. Now, when I say church, I mean the institution. I don't mean the body. Uh, hey, I'm not talking about the body. The body is eternal. The body is, it can't be messed up. And you know, there's small crocro, but the father is, is, is rubbing healing on it. No blemish. Church without spot or wrinkle. Wow. So check where you are judging things from. On your journey. Where are you judging things from? The same weights that weighs you down are the weights that you need for that six pack. So when after the pain, you, are, you get up again. And the gym instructor says, yes, that's how it is. Because he has seen things. He has gone through the journey. That's why when you study, you study Christ. Christ was everywhere in the Bible. He was that rock that gave them water. He was manna. He was showing them himself in shadows. So he was the bread that, you, that came from heaven that you will eat and hunger no more. But he now gave them one that came from heaven that lasts only a day, shadow. Because it was not yet time. Then there was the rock that brought out eternal waters. He is the rock that brings out eternal waters that you drink and you, are, you will never thirst. Then he now appeared to them as rock that will bring water 
for them in the desert. And Moses was angry because of the people and struck. And in doing that, he struck Jesus before the time. It's in the Bible. It's not spooky stuff. It's in the Bible. So he struck Jesus before the time. Jesus was everywhere with them. In David was a type of Christ. A shepherd. Shepherd king and prophet. <laughs> In you is a manifestation of Christ. See, this generation will never understand David. Will never relate with David. They will never relate with Moses. When we open the Bible and we want to bring out a Moses ministry and you say, or, or Moses mystery, and you say God of Moses. You want to bring out an Elijah mystery and you say God of Elijah. You are missing the point. Because this God has become our God. So, do you know these guys who did exploits in the old times didn't have as much Bible as we have. We have 66 books. Plenty translations everywhere. You like message because it breaks it down to funky language. Me, I don't go back to King James. I know why. Because the way they translated King James, it was a transliteration, one on one. Then you can now modernize King James. Not that you bring in your own idea and write into the Bible and say, new funky English version. And that's the one you like. No. Although Jesus didn't speak English. But these people had just a few. Which law did David write Psalm 119 about? Which law? Which law, book of the law, did God tell Joshua that it shouldn't depart out of his mouth that to make his work prosperous? Thank you, Father. This is another thing the Father dropped in my heart. Meditation. Meditation is missing in the body of Christ. You know why? Because after today's message now, there's another one waiting. You never even go meditate. We get home. We don't want to become. This walk with God is about becoming. It's not about having. You can't just have it. You become it. He said, you will observe to do what is written on it and you will make your way prosperous. So that means on your bed at night, you are, you are reciting the things you heard that made you shout in church. And you are reciting so that it gets into your soul because a test will come for that word. With every throwing of the seed, there are birds waiting to see what type of soil your heart is. And every word that comes, I said it, it should be Christ, right? It should be, a, it should be a watering of that word of salvation which builds your soul. Every other word that adds should be an adding of a flaw to the skyscraper that is built on the right foundation. So every word you hear should be centered around salvation, centered around Christ, centered around God. Is it provision? Then don't go out of the gospel. Don't preach magic. Don't bring in the, the, the theories of men just to make somebody feel, oh, I have to attain something. I have to achieve something. And people sell their souls in pursuit of these things and don't get it. If you want to be a success according to the standards of men, 
uh, then studying the Bible is the wrong thing for you. Go and study. There are many books out there. If you want business success, there are many books, there are many resources online. You won't find it in the Bible. You'll find men who stumbled on these things or who, 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 who enjoyed these things as part of a whole. When Paul said, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me, he wasn't talking about, oh, I can be a scientist and a, and a musician. He was saying, I can abase and abound. Don't pick one scripture and build a monument around it. Don't stay on one move of God and build a tabernacle like Peter. Saying, oh, I've seen the glory of, ah, this is so amazing. Let me build three tabernacles. You don't want Jesus to leave the mountain. Don't go after the bread. Go after the bread. <laughs> don't go after, oh, you know, they pursued him. See, going to the gym, you know, sometimes when we, we like fashion in Lagos, so we, we kill, we kill the engine, the, the real thing. So you want to, you want to go on the bridge and jog. It's not a fashion statement. So you must buy Adidas, the latest one. Then you buy, yeah, you know, I, Samsung, iPhone, everything. You know, now wait, you won't go lose. <laughs> you get to the gym, you are chewing your gum, playing. You have to get the 15 to 50,000 Naira headsets. Just, you know what? If we are honest with ourselves, we can keep fit at home. Yeah. If we are honest, you everybody can do it. You can use your hands to. You can carry stone if you want to carry something. Yes, you can buy skip ropes and do it. Yes, dumbbell, buy them for house. So we miss Jesus. You no, you. Uh, I know talk say gym no good. Now don't come again. I know before they will carry message say he said gym is not good. I'm talking about Christ. If that gym does not relate to Christ, then uh -huh. so the real you don't you don't go to the gym every day happy that you are going to carry iron. But as you see the development, you are happy with adversity. As you see the signs that this thing is working, you you embrace it and say there's a lesson in this storm. There's something God wants to show me in this storm. There's something about him. It's all about him. It's all about you. It's not a song. It is eternal purpose. It's about him. Everything. Guys, on earth, every wrong gospel that has given you a wrong target, that's idolatry. So we created our own customized Jesus. That just, yes. You, you know, we bring our own brand. We add our culture, everything. And then we say, this is Jesus. And because he came from a certain person. Because he came from one person we look up to. We say, yes. Because this man said, this is Jesus. It is Jesus. Whereas you have. Do you know? Yeah. Do you know what Abraham recommended to the rich guy in that parable of Lazarus and the rich man? 
when he said, please, send Lazarus to go and talk to my brothers. He said, they have Moses and the prophets. He was talking about the scriptures. They have the scriptures. Have the scriptures. Wherever I find phone, everywhere. But the Bible is not the final destination of the word of God. It is your heart. That's where the word of God wants to land finally. Yes, to become flesh. So that finally, your hands and are extensions of God's hands. Your eyes. Your eyes cannot see a thing and not see as Christ see. That means when you see some things, you begin to weep. Because that's what Christ, how Christ would take that thing. And when you hear stuff, it's, it has to be the voice of the Father telling you what to do. So I no longer write sermons. If, if I remember then when I when I wrote sermons, I would exhaust everything I wrote in 20 minutes until he said, See, I'm not a book, I'm a person. Walk with me, and you will have things to say about me. Sometimes we come and pour out what we read in a book and what we have not walked. So it is shallow, and there's no example. But what's your work with God like? We praise God till we leave this earth. We, we praise him in hell. We Listen, it was a scripture that led Jesus to hell. Because David had written before him, long before him, you will not leave my soul in Sheol, nor allow your Holy One to suffer corruption. And with that confidence in the Father, he went to hell. What are the things written about you? You say dominion. Dominion is not being, uh, they, they sack people in your company, then they put you there. That's not dominion. Dominion is not um, uh, somebody knocked on your door and gave you money. That's not dominion. Dominion is seeing things from the perspective of the father and knowing things beforehand and hearing things how the father will hear and making judgments how the father will make judgments because he has no he cannot use David in this generation he has you and your pastor's work is not to manifest it is your work he's supposed to prepare you for manifestation that's why Christianity looks boring looks a challenge because we've relegated ourselves to one corner and we say, okay, this thing is for... No, he said he has given us these gifts, right? To equip his people for the work of the ministry. He told Peter, feed my sheep. Tend my sheep. Feed my lambs. So, we have a direct connection with the Father. The Holy Spirit in you and the Holy Spirit in someone who comes up to talk or someone who has a church or, or whatever is, is the same Holy Spirit. But in your heart, is he enthroned or is just there waiting, chilling, flipping through channels in your heart? It is time to arise. It is time to know this God. Listen, Studying the Bible makes no sense if the Holy Spirit does not breathe. Yes. If he doesn't give it to you. So don't study in his absence. Don't worship in his absence. Don't do anything in his absence. And let me tell you, when you begin to build a consciousness that he is with you through everything. See, even the people, I have questions, people say, oh, this guy saved God very well, but he died. And I told, the Holy Spirit told me, he said, see, 
there is there is a reality that is beyond this one. That if you actually knew that reality, you would want to go there. Shay, you say they are in a better place now. See, we deceive ourselves a lot because of the wrong gospel. So we say they are in a better place. When you want to comfort somebody, don't worry, she's in a better place. Abby, not be so with the talker. She's in a what better place. Then tomorrow morning you wake up and you say, Thank you, Lord, for making me say another day. It's not as if I'm the most righteous because you are referring to people who have left. It's not because I'm more holy. I'm more righteous that I'm seeing this day. That means you are saying I'm more privileged to see this day than the guy who died yesterday. And you are saying he's in a better place. Guy, if I give you house for Banana Island and you stay Ogba. Ogba is not bad. I stay there well, well. Fresh place. So, if I tell you I have a house for you in Banana Island and you say, you live in Ogba and you say, no man, Banana Island is so so nice. Then you hear, then you now say tomorrow that, ah, Lord, thank you for waking me up in Ogba. All these people in Banana Island, it's not as if we are better than them, but thank you because we are in Ogba, you know. No. Gospel, the gospel. The gospel has to come back into our hearts. The seed has to be, has to take root. Hallelujah. This thing is so large. But let me tell you, the Bible is supposed to be simple. Just look for Christ. Don't pick one verse and say, we like, we like where God spoke to David. We pick it and we quote that thing and claim it. Then the one he was flogging David and said, I will punish you. We don't take that one. That's not the gospel. The gospel is having, embracing the person of Christ and getting ready to go on that journey with him. It is exhausting that journey. Finish that journey. Hallelujah. Just talk to God. Have your one-on-one. You say intimacy, intimacy. It's only church you want to be intimate. Be intimate in your bathroom. You don't need to speak spirities or Christianese to God. He knows your heart. So whatever language you render what is in your heart to him, he understands it. So talk to him like a guy. Have your own relationship with him. Sing your own songs. One day I was at home. We were having service in the house. I, I was A chant came and words came for that chant. And I was going to grab my phone to record it like ah, another hit song. The Holy Spirit said, that song is for this moment. Don't record it. Leave it. Sing it, declare it. And it's not every song that... Uh, the songs were not... David for what's album, Tire. Boy, uh, uh, the Psalms were not for sale. Say, I beg. No, well, you, don't, you don't complete Psalm 1 on I beg. No, sell them. Publish them. That's a message for another day. God is redefining what we call gospel music. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. God. And what we do is not an answer to secular world. So when whiskey does Osha Pra Pra, then you want to do Osha Pra Pra. Actually, we go before and we speak the mind of God concerning a season. We cry, cry. We shout his shouts. We go before. So if you are coming after, you are wrong. Hallelujah. The love of God is the inner workings of the love of God. Just like the, just like 
the universe is complex with so many the earth is so tiny in the universe it's so complex it's kept by a law the love of God looks so simple oh it's just his warm embrace your love for me is like a it's wild it's fierce there's something walking in the background keeping everything together the love of God is the most powerful force on earth and God told me listen everything comes back to me in existence there's only one number it's one you will never see anything that you call three it is actually one in three places so life is actually not a count up it's a countdown to the one eternity comes together to the one so one billion is one in one billion places. One multiplied in one billion places. That's why God refers to us as Adam. So there was one Adam that sinned on behalf of us. Then there's another Adam, one, that came <laughs> and multiplied as righteousness on earth. Hallelujah. If you don't get it, just pray and study. He will tell you. You have your own words to say. You have your own, the people that are given to you to change. You are the answer to many people's prayers, but you have not come up either. Your perspective has not changed. You've not exercised yourself well enough. And don't think there's any time where you'll be perfectly ready to do the work. Because your tears, your tears, your fears, your challenges, everything are part of the worship process, are part of the journey. And people will need it. Okay? So just give him thanks. Just give him thanks. There's something about you. There's something huge. There's something big God has given you. There's something God, God has put inside of you. But we must unearth the wrong gospel. Say, Lord, teach me your ways. Show me your ways. Show me your ways. I want to open scriptures and begin to see answers and begin to see you. I, 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 I ask for a reorientation. I ask for a new beginning in my work. You can log on to thetribelagos.com or email us at hello at thetribelagos.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter on The Tribe Lagos. God bless.